Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what topics are you covering on this week's show? Ryan, in a continued effort to prove to everyone how smart we are, we've got another segment of Solving Problems, where we answer the fans' questions, and as I'm sure you at home can guess, solve your problems for you. What about you, Ryan? Tyler, on this week's show, we talk about a drunk driving tragedy in the NFL, and we send an unpaid intern deep into the sexual world of furries. Mm. But as always, we tell it like it is. Going to your kids' sporting events are very important. But damn, are they boring, Tyler. Mm. I mean, what this kid's dragging me to these damn things. I want to tell him, hey, I already know. It's going to be bad team to bad team. I mean, uh, uh, we need to work on the entertainment value a little bit here. Not a whole lot of upsets happening oh, in Little my, League games. Th- the only thing that's upset there is me. Yeah. Like, how much of this do I have to sit through? Uh, I would imagine in the beginning, Steph Curry learning to shoot threes was just a bore. Well, I'm glad you brought him up because everybody wants to be Steph Curry. I mean, they're just launching him from half court. Absolutely. Sh- Listen, you don't have the upper body strength to make that shot kick your <laughs> torque is all off you got to learn the fundamentals first baby trash yeah. trash i went to a basketball game today and at the end of the first quarter it was four to four tyler Oof. where are the dunks oh where are the dunks well that just means like back in the 90s era baby heavy defense heavy defense you come in i'm gonna strike you from the side you're not getting in here with the rock here is the problem is that we live in south florida there are so many entertainment options that you got me over here watching these kids like dribble the ball up off their foot it's trash we need to work on the halftime show obviously the play is not going to get any better yeah these kids are tiny yeah these are tiny little kids yeah what about adding trampolines now that would be something that i would be interested in in my um, my mind immediately goes to like hey we're worried about somebody getting hurt but then i think of have you ever seen the show wipeout I have. That shit's hilarious. It is very that funny. Would, that would add to the entertainment value. You know what I mean? Well, and then on top of it, I, th- I feel like this is solving a lot of problems all at once, because if you do add the trampolines, then you can definitely give everybody a participation award, because just to participate, you got to be a crazy well, person. And not everybody's going to live to the end. That's we're gonna right. Be, we're going to be saving money by making money. That's you know right. What I'm you, saying? you might be 14th out of 17, but those other three people are dead They're right dead. now. They, they are dead dead right when they got over half court they accidentally went into the live bear zone (laughs) and little billy didn't make it oh little billy always falling into the death that is exactly right and another big problem is didn't you used to be a ref at some of these uh that would be our oldest brother mikey menendez i'm pretty sure you and michael menendez are the same person i've never (laughs) seen you guys in the same place at the same time it's exhausting but these kids i'm telling you specifically at the the basketball games I really believe that they've just taken these positions because they want everybody in the bleachers to watch them take shots during the timeouts. They all want to dribble. They all want to be styling and profiling. Motherfucker, just get to the game. I got places to be that isn't here. Are you talking about the referees? Yeah. Are the ones out there dribbling and shooting? These little snot-faced 17-year-old kids with pimples and a terrible shot. I don't want to watch this shit. You stand there. You put on your game face. This isn't Harlem Globetrotters, bro. When it comes to dunking on your son, my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate.
Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show. Gunt. To my left, a man that represents Miami, but not so much Florida. Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? I don't really understand that. Why do I represent Miami and not really Florida? Uh, because, and you tell me if I'm wrong here, Miami, a very specific thing. A thing that we're very proud of. We bring it up all the time. You leave this little circle of South Florida. Not things that we represent all the time. Very much so, but at least when we leave this little area of Florida and go into the other areas, we look a little bit more like the people in those other areas. Well, what I will tell you is... If you get up towards the panhandle around Tallahassee, you might as well be in the Appalachian Mountains. It is freaking scary. It is like deliverance out there. On today's show, everything you could ever want to know about furries and some more. And later on today's show, gather around, children, as Tyler and Ryan solve all your problems for you. We've been doing it this whole time. Yeah. It's weird that we're just bringing it up now. They don't pay attention. Welcome to session 92. Can you believe it, Tyler? Session 92. I feel like we've been doing this forever, man. How long has this been going on? Uh, it's been going on for a while. It's weird. I could have sworn we were on session 93, but session 92, I guess we're going back in time. We are on right. session 93, Tyler. <laughs> I am bad at chronology and everything else. Um, and, and it's just incredible how far we've come, isn't it? Very much so. We have a uh, plan for session 100 about the theme that we're going to be doing. And it's already here. It's really unbelievable. It, it, it is crazy the way that this thing is building, the way that this thing is just changing over time. And we are so happy to have you guys as part of the Haitian army. Now, last week, something happened on the show that has never happened in these three years. And I don't know why it happened. Ryan Menendez just does stuff off the cuff, and I would like to discuss it. There's that third person, speaking of himself in the third person. Yeah, that's it. Okay. We, we've been working on this for a long time, and now it's finally happening. Perfect. Last right. week, what was it? On the show, out of nowhere, I burped into the microphone. Do you recall this? 93 episodes, one giant episode before we ever started. Uh, I had never done that before. The thing that was so upsetting about it was the fact that you took the effort to turn away from the microphone. My natural instinct. And then right as the burp came up, you turned right back into the microphone. For some reason, I was just, I was living my best life at that moment. Mm. I just wanted for the audience to be part of it. I of don't course. know what came over me. Yes, of course. You I were, do. It's you, gas. It is, it, I was gaseous. Now, here's something worth pointing out, I think. You and I, who are brothers, we live in the Menendez Mansion 2.0 no together. Mm. We are not two men who use gas as humor. Is that true? No. Have we ever heard each other fart? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, once or twice throughout the ages, but yeah, we 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 get some real trauma around the bathroom <laughs> stuff. The way that we're open with our sexuality, it is quite the opposite with our bathroom situation. Why do you think that is? Vulnerability. It's a lot easier to be uh, less vulnerable when it comes to sex hmm. than it is with pooping. Pooping, honestly, you are at your most vulnerable. Yeah. Period. If you're ever trying to kill me while I'm pooping would be a great time to do it. For because sure. I'll probably just let you out of shame. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, you empty your bowels when you die. So it's, you know, you're getting your the goal you went in there with. Oh, I guess you'd be doing everybody a favor. Now, here is the reason why I brought that up. I have recently started dating someone. And the reason why I think it would be great <laughs> to mention on the show is because I've spoken ad nauseum about being a cheater, about all of my relationship issues on this show. So now me going from that into a relationship has brought up 
all sorts of different problems. Tyler, I know you don't know this about me. I'm fucked up, man. Yeah, yeah. Aren't we all? Deeply hurt. Although I will say that, and we don't make fun of people here for their trauma. We don't make fun of them for their mental illness. No, not, not really. We don't make fun of their mental illness. You cutters are weirdos. I'm talking about people who live in Qatar. But I will say, <laughs> I will say, what's that? We're canceled. Okay. okay. Um, we don't shame people for their their uh, mental illness. We just uh, poke out. We poke fun at the behavior. Watching you maneuver around your bathroom issues. Yeah. I, I've been watching from afar and it is hilarious. Well, here's the deal because I'm open about not being open in the bathroom. So this is what came to me. She said, why did I hear you burp on the show? I've never heard you burp in real life. I was very embarrassed. And I said, listen, that's just not who I am. I don't, Tyler and I don't burp in front of each other. We don't use that as humor. And it, it launched into this long conversation that ultimately ended up in she wants us to be able to fart in front of each other oh what, what is your oh. okay now i want to know not only what is your take on that oh killer what do you think killer dump her body somewhere where it can't be smelled <laughs> now here's the deal uh, like my farts now here is the deal not only what is your opinion on it which i think i just got but you what got do it? you think society's opinion is on that well i think it's totally it's quite literally one of the most natural things in the world. Sure. And so I think society at large would hear that and go, yeah, that I think that's totally normal for a couple to learn to fart in front of each other. Well, so breastfeeding is really natural too. You don't see me sucking upon a teat. Yeah, but everybody farts throughout all their life. People stop breastfeeding at a very early and age. And I think we need to normalize that, Tyler, <laughs> because I think we need to get back to it. There's a lot of nutrients there. Oh, women oh, the, lose oh, weight. The, oh the, the boob sucking. That's, I thought you meant the farting. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> Ew, don't put that in my mouth. <laughs> Unlike a teat. Now, here's the thing. I don't want to be in a relationship where we fart in front of each other because I don't want to desexualize you in that way. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think of you as a farter. In my that. mind, you are a robot that just plugs into the wall. There is no discharge. Yeah, and you know that... Oh, there's some discharge. Right. You, you know you know that there's... I would assume, without having any numbers in front of me, the majority of our audience is just shaking their head right now. They're going, these two guys are fucking crazy. They're de- they have some deep mommy issues. And you would be right. Yeah, exactly. Ding, ding, ding. Get this guy a prize. <laughs> but here's the thing. Do you think that there is some intimacy lost if you can't be a human with this person? And before you answer, I, this is my take on it. If you have a medical emergency, if you're sick... If you're having some sort of stomach issue, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. bring me in on that. If I need to be aware for medical issues, I don't want you to be afraid of being a human in front of me. But with that being said, I don't want to, you know, go to bed with somebody getting ready to have sex or do whatever the situation is and then get Dutch oven time. I don't fucking want it. It's a boner killer times a thousand. And are we missing out on some intimacy? Very much so. I think it's, it's, allowing yourself to be vulnerable in front of that other person. And I'm here to say that 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 idea can go fuck itself because I, I don't am, want to be happy like I, that. Absolutely not. I prefer my trauma. We talk about it all the time in that there are certain aspects of our eccentricities that we have not only learned to live with, but thrive on. Sure. You know, things that would even inconvenience us uh, just because they're the norm. 
we prefer to do them. Absolutely. So I get it, but but that is not one that I want to bre- uh, breach with anybody. Well, I don't want anybody to breach that while I'm breaching with myself. And what I said was, look, we'll meet somewhere in the middle. I'll just videotape myself pooping and send it to you. Speaking of videotaping, Tyler, you have been, uh, this isn't the right time to say grinding it out, but here we are. Grinding it out in the dungeon, working on some videos. I want to give you a moment to just kind of let people know how they can access this work that you put a lot of time into. Well, you're going to have to go to our YouTube, and how we're going to get you to that YouTube is by you guys going to thoseguysyouhate.com yes, if and you, clicking the button. If you go onto YouTube and try to find us, it could be tough, which yeah. is unfortunate for us. But if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com, it makes it a lot easier. Do click I have that correctly? All of the buttons. Yeah, man. Every single one. You see a button, you click it, except for that X in the top corner. Yeah, don't, we don't, don't click that. That's not a button. That's a, that's a trap. And I just want to say for all of the people, especially the younger generation, I know they need a video aspect along with the audio. You guys can head right over there. And, and Tyler, you deserve recognition because you've been... Ooh-hoo. you've been. Doing God's work. Yeah, thank you. Um, no video this week, unfortunately. We've had some technical difficulties, and uh, somebody's probably going to wind up getting sued, is all I'm saying. That's exactly You're going right. to hear from my lawyer. A boy named Sue. Get me a lawyer. All right, Tyler, I'm going to get on that, and while I'm looking through the yellow pages, which I assume they don't make anymore, we'll do the depression index. No one cares, you don't know what to do, the world has all but given up on you, your only joy. What the Depression Index is, is a machine that they still make, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are, Tyler. What has your mental health been like this week? And before you answer that, did you take your antidepressants this week? Five, Ryan, only five days this week. Five isn't perfect, but we're not looking for perfection, we're looking for progress. I will give you one of these. The ultimate good job on Depression Index. Why, thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, My theme for this week's Depression Index is lighten up. Lighten up! Lose weight? No. Wear a life jacket? Lighten up! It is a saying that my therapist has said to me many times, and the first time she said it to me, I almost lost my shit. You're gonna fucking tell me to lighten up! I pay you this money and you say lighten up? What are you, a fucking bumper sticker? And it could not be more true. Now, uh, wait, how, do, how is she using this? Uh, in a sense of, Tyler, you take yourself way too seriously wow. sometimes. Yep, yep. Way too seriously. Lighten up! And how does that manifest itself in your life. Because my depression index is a little about this too. As you're saying it, it's dawning on me that I'm in the same vein. Sure. So how does that manifest itself in your life? Well, that buzzword that you hear all the time, blind spots that we say all the time, this is one of those blind spots. It is, because uh, obviously my first reaction was, no, I take myself too seriously. No, I don't. I joke around all the time. Yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? I laugh at myself, but the truth of the matter is, if certain things are said, and I think all of us have these to some degree or another, if certain things are said, they trigger me as they would. They bring me back to that place of when I was a kid, like getting bullied and all that stuff. It could turn me into a a serious, uh, hardened, unmovable, unlaughing statue, and that's not who I want to be. Well, all of a sudden, you're in your head working it out. All of a sudden, you're looking at it from all the different angles. Was that supposed to offend me? Did this guy just insult me? What just happened? I think a big part of it is giving people the benefit of the doubt, not being offended so easily. 
Not only is it not being offended so easily, for me, it wasn't even realizing that I was offended. Sure. I didn't even know that I was right. upset. I just, this is just, this is, I didn't find it funny, but this is just me. There were, no, I was angry about yep. it and yep. I wouldn't acknowledge it. So it's about being patient with yourself and it's about understanding those emotions in the moment and just, uh, and if you do wind up getting upset and you get embarrassed later on because of your behavior, again, be, be, Patient and love yourself. I think we talked about this on the pregame. Last night, I got fired up while you and I were working. And then when everything slows down, exactly what you just described, I feel embarrassed at the way that I handled it. All of a sudden, it's like, why were you so upset? This isn't that extreme. Yeah. And now it's yeah. all over and you're like, damn, man, I can't believe I'm still doing this. For sure. Know? I think anybody has that moment where you has that experience in their life where they walk away from it and the moment it's over, they're like, Ugh. Ugh, should I apologize? <laughs> I hope I never see those people again. Yeah, unfortunately, it's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for this week's Lighten Up Depression Index, I'm going to say I'm at a six this week, right? Spin that wheel. One, Gross, Tyler. Why? That's a good one. I think that's a, a really great one, and I think that's some something that across the Haitian army, you guys could apply this to your life. There's somewhere in your life that you could be turned very easily when maybe it would just be easier to just lighten up. That's why they call them triggers. Snowflake. All right. Mm. Get up. Now tell me if this is in the same vein as you. I am sticking with this idea of all those quotes that I've had. I'm going to ultimately bring it to my quote. Somewhere in my life, and I don't know where the tipping point was, I became addicted to anxiety. I became addicted to a feeling that I don't really want for myself. Mm -hmm. Not many people are seeking anxiety consciously. Would you agree with that? Very much so. And I think everybody, and I'm painting with a broad brush, everybody would tell you, I'm not seeking anxiety because it's not done consciously. These are things that we do subconsciously. We're kind of going back to what you were talking about where these things would happen. Even, I'll put it in the realm of just being cool. Back when I was growing up, uh, Ryan doesn't do these things because that's not cool. Mm -hmm. So I became addicted to thinking about all of these situations from every angle like we discussed and not lightening up about them, being very serious about how other people saw me. Well, and it can be very difficult when it's only you looking for perspective. Right. Because from our own perspective, it's hard to have perspective. You're exactly That's right. the literal definition of it. You're running it through your prism at all times. Mm -hmm. So I had all of these rules that I made for myself. I had this way of living life that I had set out that now that I have some perspective, a word that you use, I look back and I think that is not the life that I've wanted to live. Over the last five or six years, I have changed or at least I'm working on changing everything about me mm -hmm. because of what you described. Mm -hmm. I took myself so seriously. So here's the quote that I wrote a long time ago, and I think that it really speaks to that pattern, to that perspective. What a small cage I've built for myself. I made these rules for myself and I lived inside this little tiny area that only Cool Ryan is only allowed to go to these parameters, mm -hmm. and I hated that cage. And luckily now I'm slowly getting out of it. Last night when we got rocked at work, I was back in that cage. Mm. Everything was angry, but I want to branch out. I don't want to live there anymore. So are we talking prison break? Prison break! Get out everybody, run!
one. <laughs> this week, I'm in a three. One, two, Wait, whoa, whoa, Helter oh. Skelter oh. time. Sorry, too Everybody far. Everybody chill. Too Everybody far. Everybody chill. Back to the race Aryan rides. Nation, you go sit back down. You guys know what you did. All right, Tyler. Um, this show, which is about my life, is now bleeding over into my life, which has now become Same about the show. What is going on, Tyler? Same person. I, you finally found an outlet for your insanity, and you get to say, hey, look, no, this isn't me. This is another no, person. No, satire, baby. Yeah. Satire. Yep, the magic word. The word satire has just popped up in our life, and I don't even know what it means anymore. Well, you're using it as a shield. Yeah. <laughs> like that scene in 300, as the rain of arrows come down, you just hold satire up for yourself, and it protects you if everything. you say satire, well, because here's the thing. It's and like I, saying no homo and then slapping your friend uh, on the dick. And then kissing your friend with tongue. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I think a lot of times on this show, we say things like we have these business cards that we're giving out to customers and people who are going to go and hear our show for the first time. Mm -hmm. And some of the things that we say, am I right about this, are things that we don't actually believe we're saying it to make the point of how ridiculous it is. That That's, is the definition of satire, isn't it? Absolutely. I say absolutely. a lot of things on this show that I don't genuinely believe, and I hope that people recognize that. For sure, but there are also a lot of things that you say as a joke, scream satire, and you kind of believe them. I don't want for people to know which is which. <laughs> I, I, and that there is the problem. I want for that water to <laughs> remain as brackish and murky as we could possibly keep it. So last night, and this is very mundane, this isn't a big deal, but this is where I'm seeing being John Malkovich into my own life. Mm -hmm. I put bagel seasoning, you know everything bagel seasoning of course. that I have in the cabinet? Of course. On my fries, okay? Sure. Not, not super wacky. No, no, Not no. crazy. Yeah. But I'm thinking, I did it as a LARF, Tyler. I did it, and I'm like, this is going to be crazy. And then I could talk about it on the show. Mm. And as I'm sitting there eating those fries, which were delicious, by I the bet. way. They I were bet. very, very good. Mm. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing here? Where, where, where am I in my life? Uh, producing content, baby. Producing everything filled content. Farm to ear, baby. That's yeah, I love it. it. Farm to ear. <laughs> Look at you go, Tyler. We're laughing it up. We're having a good old time, Tyler. But I'm going to need to make things serious. And I don't even know if I'm doing this right. But I need for you to get in this ambulance, Tyler. Jump in this ambulance with me. Can I play with the siren? No, stop touching that, Tyler. Please. No, that's not the siren. That's my dick. Uh, and where Always we are headed to with you. is to Los Angeles, Tyler. We're mm. going to Los Angeles because we are going to go visit with the Raiders. Is John Gruden going to be there? I hope not. Yeah, it's going to be awkward. Because yeah, I'm Spanish, and I know he's definitely not going to like that. Awkward team meeting. We are driving out because a wide receiver from the Los Angeles Raiders. Do I have that right? The Las Vegas Raiders. What's going on with me? Well, because Hold it's on. LA and LV, it's easy to do. Forgive me. That's that's a, should I do that over? Uh no, we're human beings and we're allowed to make mistakes. God I'm damn an it. idiot. Everybody shut <laughs> this off. You're not an idiot. I don't deserve your views. <laughs> Okay, well, Tyler, he does not speak for Tyler Menendez. Make sure you stay here for Listen Tyler. Listen to me. Now, here's the thing. A wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, thank you, uh, was in a car accident earlier this week. Yeah, a really, a really, really bad car accident. A fatal car accident. For somebody else. Now, the way that this segment works, 
I come on here and I ask Tyler about news items that I have very vaguely heard about. I have not done any research on this aside from reading the headlines at the bar Mm -hmm. and vaguely discussing it with people back and forth. So all of my information is gotten from other sources that I have not checked. Yeah, I like how you say sources all while while specifying that you glance up at a TV in a bar and read a headline. It was to (laughs) Goen, who's knowledgeable on most things sports, so I trust him. No, then that's fair. Um, Now, he says this kid, is his name is Henry Ruggs III, Mm -hmm. that he is 22 years old. Correct. Okay, now he was in a Lamborghini or a Ferrari? I believe it was a Ferrari. A Ferrari, okay, and was going... 150 miles somewhere uh, in that in that range 153 miles per now, hour this is why this friggin segment works tyler because i just throw shit at the wall and you tell me what sticks it's a beautiful thing because you are you and the internet you guys are kissy kissy We're so simpatico. You, you guys are simpatico <laughs> and you guys you generally know what's going on much like this this thing right here the only problem is is that i this i feel like that this is just a grand plan to pigeonhole me into being canceled so you can have all of this to yourself. Can you believe Tyler's <laughs> opinion on that thing? That was incredible. No, it is. You're you're knowledgeable, and I've got so many other things going on with this show and looking them up that this just works for me. You're so important. I'm very important. You guys have no... I'm like the Harvey Weinstein of podcasting. Good so, God, man. Here's the thing. <laughs> Why? Did something happen with him? Is he good? Great movies. All right, good, good. So here's the thing. What is your take on, well, maybe I shouldn't ask you yours because you and I generally see eye to eye on a lot of these things, and I'm not trying to channel my inner Dan Levitard, but what do you think society's take is when they hear this millionaire athlete, 22 years old, African-American, yep, which yep. factors in, yep. um, Hits, kills somebody while drunk driving. What do you think their initial reaction is? Well, I can tell you right now that, and obviously this isn't a scientific uh, follow-up that I was doing in any kind. but This just, is your opinion on what other people's opinions are. Well, it's not even that. Just scrolling through social media, aye, scrolling aye, aye. through Reddit, scrolling through Twitter and reading the comments, it's all vitriol. It's all just it's basically comes down to hang him, you know, yeah. like this, as if this man went out looking to, to murder somebody. Okay. And, and he made a stupid ass mistake, multiple mistakes. And he definitely does need to suffer the consequences, so to speak. But I'm so confused by everybody going after his head. Like, Hey dude, his life is over. Sure. His, his life is officially he's, over. He's been cut by the team. Why do you want him to suffer more? Everybody's well, suffering already. Yeah, there's no way to make that bad story good. But now my question to you is, what what is your opinion on it? I guess that's what you believe society's opinion on it. What is your opinion on it? Well, his as I said, his life is over. So I think... What do you mean by his life is over? He's his, going to jail. His, he's going to jail. His career in football, this thing that he's trained, the majority of the 22 years that he's spent on this earth doing and perfecting and now he can never ever use it again in any professional setting sure that is i I, that is a that is an event a life-changing event that through all the change in my life i can't even begin to grasp so then what do you and i'm putting you in a terrible position here but that's the whole point of the segment get in Mm -hmm. what do you think should happen to this guy what already what has already happened i cannot tell people how they should react 
I'm just saying that I, from my perspective, am, am confused by you already have a woman and her dog dead, burned alive in that car when he smashed into it. There's a dog too? There was a dog in there oh, as well. Listen, S- you want to piss people off, kill a dog. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, John Wick will come looking Yikes. for you. Uh, he smashed into the back of the car and it hit so hard that it started to fire. Mm. The woman and the dog were pinned in and burned alive. He, he, he was on the scene. There are photos and video of him on the scene in like a neck brace after they pulled him from the wreckage. And the car, the woman's car is just on fire behind them. Well, here's the thing. Now, what do you think that makes people react like that? It's not one thing. It's a confluence of things, of course. It's what we talk about on the show all the time is nuance. It's not just one thing, but it is him being rich. It's him being black. It's him being talented and seemingly throwing it away. And being young. And being young, of course. Now, I think it's very fair that we point out what he did was terrible. Terrible. And, And the drunk driving... The problem with that is who listening to the sound of my voice hasn't had a couple glasses of wine at dinner and gotten in their car and driven. Now, this guy was twice the limit, which is very bad. Twice the alcohol limit and twice the speed limit. Now, that's another thing. How fast he was going is really, really tough. I mean, that makes that's another factor to this, how fast he was going. Now, the last thing that I'm going to well, throw on top of this Well, just is, to say about the speed is with the drinking, as you said, who in, within the sound of my voice that can hear my voice has not drunk driven to some degree? Is it drunk driven? Is that is that how you conjugate? We can review. Oh, we can review. Look at conjugate that's, over that's here. That's old conjugator. Uh, <laughs> um, but, and, and that is something that people can look back to when they were young and go, oh man, I did that. 153 miles per hour across the span of any lifetime, yeah. you're not going to find a lot of people that have ever done that, I don't even think, drunk. I don't think my car can do yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's true. The yeah. technology wasn't even there back yeah. in the day. I mean, even if yeah. I roll all the windows up and push really hard. <laughs> so it, it, the last thing that I'm going to say is this. I grew up in a upper middle class family. I was taught how money works. I was around money. I actually was spoiled in a lot of ways. If you had given me a million dollars when I was in when I was 22, and this guy is making a lot more than that, oh yeah, I would be dead. For, oh. if, if you gave me a million dollars right now, I might kill myself for sure, out of sure. sheer joy. Uh, well, I was gonna say <laughs> I'd go out on top. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> but so, it would only last like 10 minutes. So here's here's the thing: these guys, a lot of them, fight through the inner city. And they they arrive at this money and they don't they're not financially literate. And some of these people go crazy in the best of times. Really, I don't know how to put a bow on this thing other than just to say it's a tragedy across the board. My heart goes out to this guy now. In my opinion, you have to be prosecuted. That's the point of laws is to try to stop this from happening moving forward. But it breaks my heart knowing that everybody just wants to tear this guy limb from limb. Yeah, yeah, it's. I could not have said it better. I think you need to, I don't want to use the word suffer. You need to, uh, you need to accept the consequences for your actions. But in terms of the public side, I would say there's no need for added hatred and anger and vitriol towards this person. Because I'm not saying you're wrong for feeling that way. Of course, it's a tragic situation. It just not only does it not do anything overall, it just poisons your system as a person. You're getting angry over this thing that you have no control over. That's it's, already happened. And it's already happened. Yeah. It's done. It's and, done. And whatever is going to happen moving forward is going to happen. And the fact of the matter is, and you and I have talked, and I want to be very careful how I say this because this always receives a, a furnace blast back. I'm excited. 
you and I preach understanding with the most heinous of crimes. Yes. Now, should you be allowed to do it? Absolutely not. But dealing with those feelings, like you said, are only going to make the situation worse. Very much so. I, I When I think of either the family of the victim or Henry Ruggs family and him himself, I just think, man, how that's so terrible yeah. for everybody especially a guy with 111 in his name son of a bitch so tyler let's go ahead and let's go to break on a very somber note i don't know how to make it you got any drunk driving jokes that you want to get in really quickly before uh, we go to break yeah yeah um a, a quick tip before we drop off uh coke get a can of coke you pour that out you pour the alcohol into the coke save a little bit of coke you get a mixed drink none of the cops will know what's going on or just regular coke it makes you more alert i think just better at life What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook, too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys what's new pussy toot whoa 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 what's new pussy toot whoa 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 you hate <laughs> Those are some serious toots you got going. Those guys you hate. Red circle. Um, today marks a very specific benchmark in South Florida. It was officially too cold in Miami. Today, no oh, yeah. way. It was too much today. It, it, the weather is finally getting yeah. Perfect. It was, it, dude, it was lows of 63 today. How about I don't ever experience that? I, I moved inside. I was meditating outside today. I came inside because my little toesies were cold, Tyler. Put, put some socks on. Uh, life is about being naked, man. Life is more comfortable naked, you know it. I'm Unless not, it's freezing cold outside. I'm not a clothes guy, Tyler. You know what? I have um, a segment that I normally clue you to before I do it so that you can respond. So I will go first and then you can go second if you come up with something. Does that sound good? That sounds good. Fuck. 
Today, I am reviewing using the Fleshlight alone, Tyler. Today, I am reviewing using the Fleshlight alone. Uh, what Weekly Book Nook is, is a segment that we do that is very rarely weekly and very rarely are about a book. And this week, I am reviewing using a Fleshlight alone. Now, if you've been listening to this show, often you know that uh, I have been recently slowly working my way into the flesh life, Tyler. Could you please describe to people what a fleshlight is? You tell people what a flesh light is. I don't want to, it's is. creepy. It's a, it's a fleshlight-like device that has a vagina where the bulb would be. It's huge. And you <laughs> fuck it. You do fuck it. You fuck it. You do fuck it. I mean, you could eat it out, but that would just be weird. Now, here's the thing, Tyler. We've been joking around about it. Uh, there's a huge stigma attached to it. And I understand why. I will tell you this, and this is not shtick. Perhaps that's bad terminology yeah, in this segment, but yeah. this is not shtick. The people who have come back to me and told me that they have sexual devices not unlike the fleshlight have been way more than I anticipated, and I genuinely mean that. I, oh, I believe you I when you genitally say that. genitally mean that. Yeah, congratulations. You're friends with a bunch of weirdos. That is very true. <laughs> now, so I am out here putting my neck on the line and my dick to try to take some of the stigma off of this thing because I think it's what we need to be doing as a show. Are we open about sexuality, Tyler? You're obviously doing God's work, of course. Please forgive me. God invented fleshlights. Am I wrong about that? (laughs) I don't know if I'm wrong about that or not. Now, here's my review, okay? It is a different feeling than your hand. It is a different feeling than a vagina. I've never had a guy's butt, Tyler, but I imagine it's different than that, okay? Mm. It presents some new problems. Now, when for all of you seasoned masturbators out there, and I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure there's more than you could swing a dead cat at listening to the sound of my voice, mm-hmm. those muscles that you use to wrap your digits around your penis, uh, those have been built up over years, right? You're using very specific muscles, and and those have grown throughout time. Yes, it's the gripping muscles in your forearm. That's exactly up your, right. Up your arm. Yes. It's the same way that I can use a mouse better with my left hand than I can with my right. That tells you everything that you need to know. Ten thousand hours. It, Ten thousand. I'm a master of baiting, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Now that you're holding a different girth a, a different you're doing a whole different motion here it's going to take some some different buildups of those muscles i would imagine there's some obliques in there Absolutely. and you got the shoulders yeah yeah you're using yeah. The, the heels of your feet mm. and now now the deal is how do you do it when your hands are covered in lube because you need one hand to operate the the, the mouse to, to operate the computer unless you're one of those weirdos that uses your imagination what's going on with those people uh, somebody who's has a really wild and good imagination. Terrible people. I don't trust them. And also, even while you're by yourself, it's kind of embarrassing. You got a whole apparatus strapped to your dick, Tyler, mm. as I'm sure you could imagine. I can, actually, as but, sad as it is. But there's suction involved with it. Like, you can unscrew the back of it. Um, it uses a lot of lube. There's a lot of different aspects that make it a little bit more difficult than just the old manual flagellation. But it's amazing, Tyler. Mm. It's amazing. It's it's. I couldn't it, be happier for you. It's buddy. worth it's worth trying out. So my weekly book nook is the flashlight. I'm giving it two thumbs up, and also it's starting to smell, Tyler. It's starting to smell. I'm not sure what. I would have been that. able to be fine with everything up until that point. Okay, that's that's great. And, and and now here's the thing. Oh, there's more. Well, 
how we got, how did we get into this topic? Do you remember? Because you're a sicko and you won't leave me alone about it. There was somebody who called me up, who, who, who hipped me to this game and said that we weren't doing it right, that we needed to check it out. We needed to stop making jokes about it. I think Drucifer is a bad influence on you is all I'm saying. Well, here's the thing. He knows a lot about this life. He knew a lot about this information. We called him up and we got some pretty good feedback on it. It went pretty well. We did. That's right. So that's right. We have made a decision as a show. Would you like to hip them to what that is? That he is our new correspondent, our very first of many. He is our new correspondent in, into what, Tyler? Our he is porn correspondent, our correspondent. Doctor Drusifer is going to be our porn correspondent mm-hmm. when it comes to you know matters of the flesh. So we decided to try it out. It went so well last time. Let's give it a shot with a segment that I'm calling Dr. Drusifer. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hello, Dr. Drusifer. How are you feeling on this fine afternoon? I am feeling lovely, despite the fact that I went to bed at 9 a.m. today. And why did you go to bed at 9 a.m.? If you're going to offer up this information, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask. Poor life decisions, I would assume. Yeah, exactly. That's it. We're just going to leave it there. Nailed it. Well, I feel like I have my own theories going on in my head. All right. Now, Drew, the reason that your name came up on the last show is because we were having a discussion about one of the students at my son's school being allowed to be a furry. Okay. Mm -hmm. And your name was bandied about as it often is when, you know, matters of the penis comes up. Well, you got to call the experts. That's it. So you have become behind the scenes. We've decided you're going to be our porn respondent. Yep. And we are going to delve into the dark world of the fur. Well, I don't want to say the dark world. Let's get the information from you. What it's, do I have all that correct? That you do have that correct. Yes. Um, and I'm proud to take on this role. I love it, man. Uh, let's let's go ahead. What does that say about Dr. Drusifer that he's proud to take on this role we're, specifically? We're going to find that All out right. as time goes on. Now, okay. this doesn't feel right to me 100% the way that it is. So let me see if this helps out a little bit. Okay, now this feels this feels like we've set the mood a little bit better. This is an 80s porn soundtrack. That is wrong, Tyler. This is a 70s porn ah. soundtrack. Thank you very much. Now, Dr. Drusifer, can you just give me, we all hear jokes about furries. Can you just give me, what is the furry life all about? What is a furry? All right, well, first, I, I, there's a, because I was under the impression that it had, it was more like a kink type thing. And I think it's really important to note that it's a lifestyle but the sexual aspects of it are, are very minimal. So, and that's, I think, a misconception that a lot of people kind of have is that furries just like to throw in these costumes and, and bang. That's not the case. Okay, so what you're saying is that they want to live their life in these costumes. Did you get any sort of insight on why they have this desire? Is it some something to hide yourself? I, I'm probably asking too real of questions here, but I, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I mean... Everyone's got their different reasons, um, and this kind of ties into the hierarchy question you asked me as well. Um, there is no hierarchy of animals, but within the, the general furry community, um, the higher up, the, it, it's not a legit hierarchy, but basically the ones that are into it more, the ones who like the the ones who are making the comics and all the artwork, 
and put on the cons and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Those are like the, the top of the top of the food chain type um, furries. And then the ones who just kind of casually like, oh, okay, I'll throw on a mask and go hang out with some people and call myself a furry. You're obviously at the bottom. Um, the really ones that are at the very bottom are the ones that use it as a way to, to live out kinks instead of like the actual associating yourself with an animal. And, and that, that's mostly what it comes down to is, is finding yourself associated with a, a certain animal that you you feel attached to. Okay. Um, and there's a small subset that actually really believes they're spiritually connected to these animals. Mm. I think about 20% right around there. I actually got some statistics that were pretty interesting. Wow. So basically what it comes down to is the hierarchy basically revolves around who is willing to commit the most. There you go. Mm. That's a great way to Okay, so it's like Scientology. Uh, and, and I don't think that we have said this. I, Tyler, I'm only going to need another $2,000, <laughs> and you can move forward in your religious beliefs. Now, I don't think we've said this flatly yet. Furries are people who wear almost like mascot costumes to what you're describing is to live their lives. That would They want to go to the bank dressed as a kangaroo. Yeah, yeah, I mean... They've, they've all got their own different ways. Maybe they just throw on a tail, and maybe they don't even have it out in public or anything. But um, do and they, then, do they on. have a? And forgive me for interrupting. Do they do they speak well in these costumes, or Good is question. it all animal stuff? A little mix of both. Mm. Um, I think the, the the further into it that they might start, you know, getting more more of the they might make more animal noises. Ah. I guess associated with the animal they're portraying. What animal um, noise does a kangaroo make? I think that's a... Uh, we can review. All right, now... I think there's probably some room for creativity in there where you can kind of do your own thing. Mm. I like that. Now, now here's my question. Okay, now you said this isn't based solely on sex, which I, I think we all thought of it as being a kink. Now, let's talk about the people who do like that in their sexual life. How do they have sex? Are you wearing this costume and unzipped to bring out your very human penis? Or is there some sort of a costume like a cod piece that goes over my cock piece? Good question. Um, they have what are called mercies, which actually have strategically placed holes to facilitate intercourse. I knew it. I knew so it. There you go. Okay, so your, hum- now, your human dick comes out of the, the, the hole and goes into yeah. another hole for a woman or another guy or anyone in between? That is correct. And the actual act of uh, any kind of sexual act is referred to as yiffing. Y-I-F-F-I-N-G. Wait, and so yiffing? Yiffing, okay. Yiff is like porn. So if you're or any kind of sexually related content uh, is, is referred to as yiff. So instead of like how we would say, hey, I'm going to go watch some porn, they say, I'm going to go watch yiff or you know what? I support them. I support them. I, 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 we, furries, we love you. We, Absolutely. We need some furries in the Haitian army. For sure. Bring that foxtail over here. You could be part of the Menendez family. Foxy lady. Now, we, I got to talk to a few, and there is one that was more than willing to come on in case there was something you were interested in. Yes. You want to have more Wow. Wow. been a furry for 20 years with his wife, and they've, they've lived this out. Um, really, I. I, after reading about it, I can't fault or find any any reason to look down on anything they do because it's it's just a way of expressing themselves without hurting anyone else. That's beautiful. And this so. is why you're Dr. Drusifer. Yeah. It's just your total understanding. Now, if we can start just a little beef, are you allowed to do, are you allowed to have beef in the in the in the furry community, or are you 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 killing somebody's vibe? And now, if we could start a little beef, we've talked about if furries 
dislike scalies, and, and and I believe scalies are the same thing as furries, but with the of the reptile persuasion. They're cold blooded. Yeah. Uh, that, oh, you, when I asked that question, the answer I got back was scalies are furries. So they're all part of the community, oh, and there's no. That's beautiful. No, no, a snake is not furry. That's I'm beautiful, sorry. Beautiful though. Okay, snakes can be cuddly if they want to be. I guess I've just run into the wrong snakes in the, out in out in the wild. That's right. Man, well, you guys were talking about kicking iguanas last week, so I'd imagine that you're not too uh, down with the idea that scalies are the cute, cuddly thing. I think that you're right about that. It's got a point. Yeah. Well, you did a great job. Is there anything else from your research that you think would be beneficial to us? What what question did I not ask that I should have? Yeah, I think the general question, I mean, I really, I think the most important thing is that people realize that it, it's not a kink and it's not something that people are trying to to live out like some devious desire to, to uh, you know, whatever kind of negative connotation you could add to that. It's not like that at all. It's more of just the idea of expressing yourself. Um and then another question you would ask was, um, how, how do furries find each other? And it's very much the same way, you know, the LGBTQ community helps find each other. There's internet resources. There are tons of websites and forums out there that are pretty much based around, hey, this is where all the, the cons are going on, like the Comic-Con type things where you can go. Um, places where you can talk about it, about, you know, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I think I might be a furry and I'm, I'm not sure I'm too comfortable with it yet. Can you guys walk me through this? And there's mm. plenty of people out there to help you out. Mm. Very helpful. Very good. And uh, it seems like a lot of good people. Okay. That's awesome. I love that. And we are as inclusive as we could possibly be here. And I think that only leaves us with one question. Tell me if I'm right, Tyler. Dr. Drusifer, how the fuck do I clean my fleshlight, dude? It is starting to get that's, that's funky. That's obviously the question oh, Tyler, I was thinking. Tyler, you're, you're interrupting. It's starting to get a little funky, and I don't know, how do you get the middle part? Like, you know what I mean? There's all lube and stuff in there. What do I do? Yeah, man. So I, I just crank up the hot water as uh -huh. hot as I can get it, dump a bunch of dish soap down there. Okay. And that, that can stretch, man. You can essentially fist your that, that silicone piece. So I'll take a sponge and shove it right down there. Wow. Tyler, bring me the sponge up to my room after we're done here. Dr. Drusifer, PhD in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, Porn respondent, a great job. Great job. For your initial segment. And I think that we have a lot more pay dirt to dig here. Yeah. Well, shoot me any questions. I'm more than happy to research this stuff. It's all interesting to me. I mean, this is. This is totally different ground, and I'm glad that I got to learn that it, that it's not a kink and it's it's more of like a lifestyle. To and I'm I'm all for people doing whatever they got to do to not be crazy in the head. So well, we will shoot our questions all over you, and uh, we appreciate you staying open. Ropes of questions, ropes. all over oh, you. big, yeah. thick old ropes of questions coming right down the pipe. Well, I am very open to your lowest of questions. We appreciate you no, so much. I'm done with this joke. I'm not. I got a couple more. This is doing something for me. All right, Drusifer. We appreciate you. We'll see you soon. Love you, Drusifer. Love you. Bye. There you go, Tyler. Oh, we even got the little bleep, bleep, bleep. That's, mm -hmm. that, I feel like that worked out well. I feel like that worked out well. All right. Well, we're going to go from a brand new, what's the matter, Tyler? You got a, a weird smug little look on your face. Not smug. Not smug. No, I'm just happy with what we did. And I'm happy with every decision I've ever made in my life that has led me to this it's, point. It's led you here to me, Tyler. That's Let right. Me embrace you in my warm, hairy bosom. You and your pocket pussy. While we're doing, it's not a pocket pussy. I don't care. You and your diary. Write about it in your diary. It's a journal. Let's do Week in Review. <laughs> Last week, we 
you in all the weeks before that, you keep saying threw me through a loop. Is that the saying? I guess not. Nope. It is not, Tyler. The saying is threw me for a loop. Threw me for a loop. Now, it's either from roller coasters or from boxing. It depends upon where you check. It was coined in the 40s immaterial. Just stop saying it. It's no. threw me for a loop. Man, I can't believe that that's true. You really threw me through a loop right there. Okay, okay. Ryan, on the mini sesh over this last week, you said that bats have opposable thumbs. Were you correct? Affirmative. Technically, they do. I looked this up as well. Although I still think it's weird to think of their little claw as a thumb, but it is. Did I say a thumb or did I say opposable digit? I think I said opposable digit. Either or, they're they're both technically correct. They're both technically correct because they move in the opposite direction from the other digits. Opposable. It's an opposable digit. Mm -hmm. Tyler, this is my last one because I actually looked up the opposable digit thing as well. Last week, we discussed the ban on abortions in Poland, which led to protests when a woman died because of birthing complications. Mm, yeah. Is this true? Yep. Affirmative. It is, Tyler. A Polish woman died trying to deliver a fetus with numerous defects. Have you have you heard about this? I, I just heard the overall story. I don't know the specifics on this woman's ordeal. Well, the doctors were too afraid to break the law that has been set in Poland about abortions yeah. and so they allowed this woman to go into septic shock which sounds pretty bad holy shit man so protesters flooded the streets chanting her heart was beating too i would imagine in polish that would make the most sense yep, yep and yep. uh you know i think it's safe to say that apparently in poland nobody puts baby in the coroner is that why we're talking about this so you could get to that joke if I could be totally honest, yes. We, okay. we didn't even talk about any of this on any... I, I was going to say, like, I don't remember <laughs> discussing this at all. Can I be totally honest? I wanted the show's name to be Nobody Puts Baby in the Coroner, and I reverse engineered it back to here. I was wondering if you were going to even notice. So you just shoehorned this in I there. I shoehorned it. I've never done this before. I'm coming clean, baby. I'm sorry. You have. You had me. It's such... A weird position where I'll, while I'm having this very intelligent, very serious conversation. It's an important conversation. I'm glad we're having Very it. much so. And there's a part of the back of my brain going, I don't remember fucking talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop drinking. <laughs> Ryan, last week we joked about the old ball and chain you would see in cartoons growing up. A my prisoner, wife? A, a prisoner with a heavy metal chain affixed to his ankle with a very heavy weight on the other end of the chain. Right. Were those actually used? Affirmative. Not only were they actually used, they were used well into the 1900s. Yeah, I believe that. The mid-1900s. Sure. And if anybody thinks that that sounds a little crazy, because I heard that, when I think ball and chain, I think hundreds and hundreds of years ago, uh, the last time the guillotine was used was by the French government in 1977. I was going to say, so in, we're really in the mid-70s. We're really not that advanced as a species. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> that's the way that it is. And I believe that ball and chain would be effective. I think that it would really, it may not keep you in one particular place, but running is going to be much harder. And that was it. It was just to slow yep. you down so they could catch you. And I've got a fucking <laughs> ATV, you son of a bitch. And just watch <laughs> Man, the tech, the technology of ball and chain has not kept up with the technology of leaving a place very quickly. That is exactly right. <laughs> when did they invent ATVs? I think I need to check that. Cross-reference that, please. Um, 
and just a final one, just a sure. little quick thing. When we were doing uh, Puerto Rico's national anthem, when we were listening to it last week, I said it sounded like an Antonio Banderas song. Mm-hmm. Is he a singer? Nope. Actually, I'm going to give that one a maybe because while he is not a professional singer, he has the voice of an angel. How do you know that? Uh, because there's some video online of him performing with other people and his his voice is really good. What the F doesn't that guy do? Yeah, he's really, really. He's like the handsome gypsy king. Oh, I was going to say the he's the, uh, the Hispanic Jamie Foxx. Desperado. That was a badass movie. And that was a badass segment. That's Week in Review. Fantastic, Tyler. Speaking of badass segments, I know you got a little something for us to taste. Mm -hmm. Give it to me now. All right, Ryan. You know this one. People come to us for our information, so you already know how this segment goes. Just in case you're new to the show, welcome, and be sure to check your pants at the door. I have six fan-submitted questions. Ryan will answer three, I will answer the other three. And the purpose of this is to prove to you all out there that we are worth listening to. And having over for dinner. I'm great with parents. He actually is great with I parents. Great with he's, parents yeah. he's, he's very charming. Sure, sure, especially when I've been drinking. Which is all the time, Tyler. Got a problem. All right, Ryan, so for our first Fan submitted question. I'm going to go first. This one is directed at me. All right, this one is for you. This one is for me. And this one is from, I figure we start off with a softball. This one is from Pierre Pants, nine-year-old, okay? Pierre writes in, Tyler Menendez, I am a big fan of ice cream. Oh, that's adorable. Love ice cream. Big fan of ice cream. And chocolate chip. What was your favorite dessert growing up? Okay. Oh, you know what? Um, That's sweet. Uh, it's adorable. To be honest with you, um, Pierre, uh, my favorite dessert from childhood is my favorite dessert now, as Ryan Menendez alluded to, mint chocolate chip ice cream. It's oh, my favorite. Is it really? It is my favorite. Are you going waffle cone? By far. If I'm feeling extra fat and like the way you drink, I'm always, always feeling extra fat. Always. A waffle bowl for me. That's right. Oh, Okay, Ryan, are you ready for your question? Sure. Let's sure. just start off with a softball. I like uh, I like interacting with the with the the, the Haitian army. I love this very let's, much. So let's and, do it. And we're helping them for sure. Now this comes in from Dixon Cunts. How do I make hmm. my fourteen year old son more manly? Uh, got a got a girly fourteen year old son needs to man him up. I actually have some information on this. Oh, please. a little different, a little different than your question. Yours was uh was an opinion. But uh, okay. yeah, but dessert when you're a kid, make my kid manly. I okay. mean, they're both somewhat close. Um, this is what I would say. You're kind of putting me in a bad spot here. Is I don't like the term manly. I don't know what manly means. I would say give him a good moral structure give him good beliefs and let him be who he is i mean teach him to be a good person and uh if you're saying that he's effeminate or whatever that is mm -hmm. just treat him with love and let him be himself yeah but what if they want their child to be more manly then you're probably not a good parent you're 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 probably not allowing your child to be themselves wow hot take and i yeah. agree with it yeah, i would like rather it. just tell you my favorite type of ice cream but here we are. Yeah, no, but I mean, you know, I don't control these questions. The fans submit them. In, so. Well, I feel like you put this together, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Well, I'm not the fan. I they are. So, so this one comes in from Wilma, Ryan. Wilma Dickfit. Wilma! Now, 
Wilma. Wait, what? What is her name? Wilma Dickfin. Okay. Now, okay. she writes in and says, Tyler, I love spotted leopards. They're beautiful. Yes? Is, is there any other type? Leave Wilma alone, okay. okay? Okay. I love spotted leopards. And I was wondering, what is your favorite animal? Oh, that's adorable. That's adorable. So again, it's just your opinion on what you like the most. Well, they just want to get to know us better. Sure. They want to get to know us. They say, hey, where can I go to find something that I might enjoy? Okay. You know? Please. I would say, check out monkeys. Monkeys are adorable. They're lively. They just, they hang out with you and they, they're just, they're like little kids. That's my favorite. That's my favorite animal. They're awesome. Squirrel monkeys. And if you can't get a monkey, get a dog. They're also great. But that could be rough. There it is. Okay. So that's, again, I don't know who we helped there. I don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, just somebody anyone. who's looking for a new taste in animal, Ryan. Okay. Now, Ryan, for you, this one comes in from Mike. Not our brother. Okay. All right. And what's Mike's last name? Uh, Rochburns. Oh, now. Is that from German? Uh, I don't know. I didn't ask him where he's from. Okay. Uh, he writes in, I'm 14 and masturbate 10 to 20 times a day. Is it safe? Uh, I'm 14. I, uh, hopefully he's not an effeminate child whose parents are trying to get him to be a little bit more masculine. Who knows? Uh, how many times a day is he masturbating? 10 to 20, Ryan. I, I would say if you're gonna put up those numbers, you're probably at the right age because once you get to be a little bit older, your dick skin gets a little bit thinner. It's hard to replenish. Like, like papyrus, yeah. you gotta start jerking off with Neosporin instead of lotion. But um, I would say maybe bring that down because you are probably dipping a toe or some other extremity into addiction. That sounds like an unhealthy amount of jerks. You only got so many jerks, you know what I mean? You don't want to squeeze them all out too early. It's like getting all your tattoos before you're 30. Give, leave, your, leave yourself some jerks for the end. Yeah, know? yeah. Give yourself a little bit of canvas to paint on. Thank basically. you. Exactly. Yeah. Now, with tattoos and with penis skin. That is excellent. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. And, and and also otters are my second favorite animal. If you oh, want to ask me an, an oh, easy question. Well, well, Ryan, unfortunately, that is not the question you got. I would ask that you stick to your lane, please. <laughs> Keep that shit to yourself. Please. Yeah. That is not what you were asked. And I apologize for that. Jeez. Now, for my third and final question, <laughs> this comes in from Anita. Would you like to hear from Anita Ryan? What's Anita's last name? Handjab Ryan. <laughs> she Muslim? What is that? Obviously, she's Muslim. What is that? Now, Miss Hanjab, let me just say thank you so much for writing in. Now, Miss, now Anita writes in and she says, Tyler, you and your brother, oh, look, she's mentioning you. Hey. You and your brother are so worldly. You're so experienced. That's true. What is some advice you could give to me as I wade into adulthood? That is an excellent question. That is an excellent question. Okay. Yeah. I, I, again, that has nothing to do with jerk schedules, but fine. That's okay. You get your questions, I get my Give questions. Give this lady so your womenly, uh, worldly views. Her name is Anita Ryan. Handjob, I know. It's, I bet you that's not even a real name, well, it's Well, it's Handjab, actually. Two A's. <laughs> well, Anita, that is a wonderful question. Thank you so much, first of all, for the compliment. I know Ryan appreciated it, even though, I don't. He's, even though he's in a bit of a tiff I right don't. now with our audience. Um, I would say, Anita, first of all, if you listen to our depression indexes, it's going to follow something along those lines when I say, be patient with yourself. Mistakes will happen. 
Mistakes are a natural part of life and there is no avoiding those mistakes. So instead of getting angry at yourself for making said mistakes, embrace them, learn from them and grow from them. Okay. I mean, that's, that's sound advice. I, I'm not gonna talk shit about that. Thank you. Yes. Now, Ryan, for your final question, this one comes in from Buster, Buster Cherry. <laughs> Buster writes in, all right, this one's a bit wordy, but so Let, strap it on, okay? Right, I don't know what I'm strapping on. I hope that has nothing to do with the question. Buster writes in, so me and this guy I've lived with for the last year, we just broke up. He thinks- My, my condolences. I slept with another guy. Okay. But I didn't. Our relationship was a little rough, mainly because he's 25 and I'm 19. It's tough, tough age difference, six years. That's. It's like a lifetime. I don't even understand how you could survive a relationship with a six-year difference, but I digress. A lot of opinions coming from the, the question asker. Uh, well, they're, they're coming to me for uh, advice. Okay. He literally said the words, I want to brand you. I just don't know what to do. I want him back so badly, but should I get it done? I know he won't take me back if I don't. Okay. Now, when you say brand, you mean take a, a hot piece of of metal and let them scald you in a way that leaves a scar for the rest of your natural life. Like a steer. Okay. And I don't want to steer you wrong. I said do it. If you really, really? love this person, here's the thing. Wow. And, and without any sort of science or fact backing this up, I believe when you're 19 years old, you have met the person that you are going to love for the rest of your life. You're not going to change at all. You're going to be this way forever. Let him do it. Do, I, do you really love him if you won't let him burn himself into your flesh? I say get in there, hotshot. Hot take. Yeah, literally. Bold move, Cotton. Let's literally. see how it works out for him. Yeah. Well, well, not me. I ain't doing that shit. Yeah, well, um, Buster, best of luck to you. Um, we wish you nothing but the best. And that was solving problems. Make sure to get the branding on your butt. That's the meatiest part of the human body, and it will hurt the least even though it's going to... If Jackass taught me anything, branding looks like it hurts like a mother. Oh, man. Or black fraternities, Tyler. What? You know what I'm talking about? No. There is uh, this thing. Oh, man. I hope I have this right. Otherwise, so I'm just a deep, deep racist. I believe that there is a correlation <laughs> between black fraternities and being branded. We can review. Huh. I, I, we're going to look into it. Otherwise, I'm just a racist. Well, and there's there's obviously some history there with the way the black people were branded when they were slaves. So I, I wonder I if that- I don't even know about that information. Yeah, if that, that, would, if that ties in. Yeah, uh, uh, plantation owners would brand their slaves like they wow. would cattle. Uh, in and maybe that also feeds into that kind of thing with like them using the N word, which is a word that was used against them, them making it their own. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting, Tyler. Very interesting. Can we say the N word? You just did. Congratulations. All right. yeah. Well, then the N word. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, great job. Um, all right, you get a little too liberal yeah, with it over there. Let's all slow down. Uh, great job. I really appreciate you. Could you please tell them? We've already mentioned it on the show ad nauseum, but tell them one more time how they can get in touch with us. Those guys you hate.com. And if you're feeling extra spicy, in the bottom right-hand corner of that webpage, there is a little microphone. And if you click on that microphone, you can leave us a voice message. And you can say anything you want. So talk dirty to us, but baby. Don't say the N-word. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's please. really great. And honestly, this thing is building up. I, I say it over and over again, but I genuinely mean it. Go on to YouTube, follow us, look and come see our ugly mugs. Tyler, what is the moral of the story? Ryan, the moral of the story for session 93 is acknowledge 
your progress. It's very difficult to do. It's something that we have mentioned before. Not easy. Not easy to do. But I will give you a little quick story of my progress that I have noticed. Over the last week, I've fallen into a funk, something that I have fallen into countless times in my life. Sure. And I remember when I first started all this, honestly, bullshit that isn't real. Totally fake. I would fall into these funks and be there for literally six months at a time until I pulled myself out for maybe a few weeks and then I would fall right back in for X amount of time. You'd have a surge of mania in the middle and then go all over again. Absolutely, and it was this repetitive cycle. And then when we lived in the older house, the very first Menendez mansion, I noticed that I would fall into this funk and be in it for a month. Sure. And so on it went. This week, I fell into a funk lightest I have ever been during said funk, and I am already pulling myself out of it under seven days. Wow. So that is some real motherfucking progress. Well, I'm proud of you, buddy. And I am proud of myself. Thank you very much. And um, and yeah, guys, it doesn't have to be some big grand thing like I just explained. Acknowledge even the slightest of victories in your life. Just getting out of bed in the morning and 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 brushing your teeth is a victory. Well, I will tell you somebody whom I respect a lot often says, don't compare yourself to who you want to be. Compare yourself to who you used to be. Mm. And I think those little things, those little touchstones, those little markers along the way of, hey, remember how I used to handle this? I I mentioned earlier in the show, being in a relationship, my way of being able to be upset about something and communicate it in a helpful way is huge progress for me. Now, have I made mistakes along the way? I certainly have, but I'm doing better and you got to give yourself that attention. I mean, what is a corpse or two on the way to enlightenment? You got to break a couple eggs, Ryan. You got to break a couple legs to make an omelet, Tyler. (laughs) I agree. Ryan, what is your moral of the story? I don't want to fart in front of you, Nicole, and I don't want you to fart in front of me. I'm partial to butt stuff, and I don't want to think about our butts doing that. You know what I mean? So I'm asking you if you could please just give me a little bit of a window to not have to use my butt as a little bit of a window. I would really appreciate it. Just be understanding in this particular thing, okay? And I'm not talking about anybody specific, but I'm talking to you, Nicole. Yeah, you know he's serious because he's using names. I mean it, man, please. I don't want to fart in front of you. Keep this window sacred. (laughs) We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Red circle. You know, kind of diving into what you and I were just discussing, I owe you an apology, Tyler, because I was angry last night. I was pretty angry. You don't know. You don't owe me an apology. I don't know if you noticed. I I did. We talked about it a few times, but but you didn't do anything or say anything to me that would dictate a needing to apologize. Well, I just know that that's no fun to be around. I mean, you know, it is what it is. And here's the thing: we were at work last night. You tolerate my bullshit. Where I was, we bartend together on Friday nights. And last night, 
I was just red hot. I just went in with the wrong attitude and just, I wasn't feeling it. I don't, yeah, I don't even see it like that. I I don't even see it as red hot because I've seen you red hot. Sure. Last night you were just uh, uh, disengaged from the, from the situation. I just wanted to stand in the well and not be talking. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't see it as you were like overly aggressive. Oh, okay. Good. That's, that's good to know. I, I I was referred to by someone as the serious one, (laughs) which I don't like. Yeah, but you were also called the handsome one. Yep. I was called the handsome one. Bullshit, I, I wasn't going to bring that up. And the young one. And that guy was getting on my nerves, man. That guy was getting on my nerves. I wanted to punch him right in the slack. He was so nice, but he just would not stop engaging us in conversation. I didn't think he was particularly nice. Really? Yeah, I found <clears throat> him to. That's number two. Really? Yes, really. Um, You're yeah, speaking I, like number two. I thought he was a, I thought he was a nice enough guy. Well, I again. He I, was just pushy with his conversation. I was the one who was wrong there so i don't want to say it in the wrong context but fuck that guy well i was gonna say it's not a matter of right or wrong but the moment you hit him with fuck that guy now you're in the wrong he's wrong he's wrong <laughs> okay he All should right. have better choice to, choice in bars well, that's obvious <laughs> and he should just be you know polite enough to just go fuck himself without me having to ask i think there's a hear ye hear ye needed uh, for how long are you allowed to speak to somebody who is just gotten their food because if i'm eating my food and you continue to engage me in conversation i'm going to be upset but too much of a pussy to do anything about it absolutely (laughs) and it's really rude that you're putting me in this position and when you're talking to somebody a little body language here if their feet are turned away from you they want to (laughs) leave take a fucking hint bro Please. Or if they're like hold, playing with their keys in their, yeah. in their hand, it's like, okay, so gotta, yes. I gotta, gotta go. If their car is slowly <laughs> inching in the opposite direction with their head out the window, That's right. not unlike Ace Ventura. Yeah. But in, and here's the last thing I'm going to say about this. Didn't plan on talking about this at all, but I think it's interesting. You and I, we have our morning jobs that we're not allowed to talk about mm-hmm. and it, they're starting to pick up. So yeah. I do believe that some of my brain is like, Fuck this. Like, I I don't. And here's what happens. And again, it's what I'm bringing to the table, the way that it affects me. But as I'm getting my ass kicked, people will just straight up try to put a credit card in my hand as I'm running around. They'll straight up give me their food order as I'm running with my head on fire. And I take that as a personal insult, which I shouldn't. One of those people was my father. (laughs) That. That's a personal insult if I've ever heard it. We shouldn't say blood. (laughs) Although, although, um, while I agree you shouldn't take it. Knock it off, dad. While I agree you shouldn't take it personally, I do certainly understand your own father treating you that way, being that being taken personally. I mean, you sob. Yeah, I'm an sob as a matter of well, fact. Well, and and you start to worry, like, oh my god, I've got that genetic uh, uh, sequence predisposition in my body. Yeah, that's not good. Let's all pay attention that the people who work at restaurants and other occupations frontline workers baby they are they're humans too they are not a vending machine so if you see them getting their ass whooped occupationally have some understanding you rat bastards I, jesus rat bastards. I, I wonder how much of it is just obliviousness is it just oh, i, I, I say, don't give a shit about this person no. or is it just oh well, i'm i'm important take care of me I, I would say very little of it is that i would say most of it is i've never been in that situation yeah this is supposed to be a very easy occupation that's the way that people uh you know, view it. That is the way that people view it. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, the only thing about that that occupation that people look down upon is it's filled with alcoholics and drug doers. Yeah, 
Yeah, but how come nobody? <laughs> of course, I know you're gonna push me. Of out. course, but how come nobody talks shit about you know uh, construction workers? They've got they a higher, they've got a higher rate of uh, oh, drug use sure. than than restaurant workers. Is that true? For sure, I think construction is number one in the country. I thought it was dentists for high no for highest drug use. Suicide, I think, is dentist. I'll just inhale in that laughing gas. Tyler, I see you got Jesus de Cristo on your shirt. Yeah, eh? I do. I do. He's he's got the uh, he's doing the little thing where he holds his. Left hand to his chest, to his, and he's his titty. Yeah, but he's he's got a wink in his eye. Oh, below him, he always does. Below him, it says, "I didn't say that." Yeah, it says, "I never said that." Excuse me. He actually didn't say, "I didn't say that." He said, "I never said that." Yeah. Now, here's my question, okay, Tyler? You know, I've been reading the Bible because I'm better than most people. <laughs> I think we all know that. <laughs> sure, buddy. And here's my question for the Bible: It's this really important book, and you can tell because it's so thick. It's a thick boy. And and now here's my question, okay? Longy dongy. Why do they write the Bible like that? It's ultra uber double spaced. Why do they put it in those little columns? If you put that together like a regular book, it'd be like a pamphlet. I'm well, saying that, maybe about ten or fifteen pages. That's why. Is that's that why. it? Oh, I, I would imagine that's why. Plus, you got to give the double spacing because the more fancy, but deal with that. The more fancy the document, the more space you got to give in between the lines. What's going on? When they that? were writing those that's scroll, cheating. those scrolls back in the day, they weren't. Do, I don't think they were doing it right on top of each other. You no. had to, a nice elegant sway to your letters look at my papyrus uh and, and i'm pro bible but get your come on guys get your shit together let's start writing it the regular way <laughs> you would think in the last two thousand years they would have updated this shit oh hoity-toity <laughs> you know what i mean it's a little much at my gym i go to la fitness are they a sponsor can i talk about la fitness <laughs> i mean send us free gym equipment la fitness <laughs> i got an eight pound weight in the mail today i am rich now with these weights, you know the free weights, you got the fives, you got the tens, you got the fifteens, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Now, the way that they write the numbers on the side are two different fonts. One is blocky, one is kind of script. That's stupid. Uh, it, it's it, I would assume that they ordered them slash made them at separate times. Mm, get your shit together. Right. I don't know what's going on with you, LA Fitness, but that that actually happens at a lot of different at a lot of different places. Now I, I wouldn't know. I don't pick up the script 15 and the blocky 15 at the same time. Now I think a lot of people would say that's really stupid. That's, that's a peculiarity that is unnecessary and I'll accept that. Well, and I would say you don't know Ryan because that's like breaching the, the tip of the that's iceberg. Nothing. Um, that is, yeah, but you're man, you're really, and I get it. I get it. Knowing you as well as I do, that's, you know, nothing that's standard, but uh, you're really uh, limiting yourself to what you, do that? you can use. No, no, I don't give a shit. You would take uh, whichever one. Willy-nilly, I and don't I, care. And I'm the type of person that will shut my car off as the windshield wiper is no! halfway up on the windshield. No, I don't you're care. Lying. I'm dead serious. I don't care. And you can go inside and relax like that? I, don't, I realized today that my car won't allow it. It brings the windshield wipers all the way down, even if I turn it off in the middle of said wipe. It's bullshit. Doing God's work. Bullshit. Yeah, Toyota, you're doing God's work out there. That's a, that's a factory line of happiness. It's horseshit. So, okay. So, and I do totally agree with what you're saying. Now, here is my insanity index that I'm looking for. Uh -huh. I saw a guy the other day with a bar, like a, a bench press bar. Sure. He had a 25 on one side. On the other side, what two tens and a five. Come on. <laughs> That's too much. 
I was disgusted. I had to go. <laughs> I would struggle with that That's myself. Too much. Yeah, that would that would either two 25 plates or six plates that equal up to that amount. Would you? Okay? I mean, what are you doing, yeah, you psychopath? I actually, I'll tell you how crazy that is to me. I thought you were going to go. He had a 25 on one side and like 50 on the other. And I was thinking, oh, that's weird. Maybe he was working out one side. Well, you just explained to me is way crazier than that. Somebody needs to go out to that guy's car and let whoever is locked in his trunk out because that (laughs) that's a sick person and he shouldn't be allowed in public. Somebody do a welfare check. Just go to his house and see who he's got. Yeah, just just go down the line of uh, Stevenson. Okay, you're out of here. Come on, let's go. Um, and, and I will just say that there is, uh, there, there's definitely content there to my insanity because I, I have somebody in my life now who is slowly getting to know my eccentricities and it's, it's startling. I explained to this person how to fold my laundry. And as I was saying it out loud, I'm like, this is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. This is really weird. Cause when I do it myself, I'm on autopilot. Never think about it. Showing someone how I like my socks rolled up. I'm like, I should be on medicine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the equivalent of explaining your dream to somebody. Ah. Where to you, it's like the most, like, oh, one time I was in this dream and I was dancing at the lollipop fountain and then uh, Tim Hardaway came out of nowhere and just started banging me from behind. <laughs> yeah, you were there too? <laughs> I explained to someone a dream that, that that I had this week and their only answer was, you knew you could see pictures in your mind. <laughs> oh! But, uh, Wait, do you dream in pictures? I don't, I dream the same way that I think. I didn't even know that I didn't see pictures in my mind. I can think of things just because I can't see pictures in my mind. Doesn't mean I can't think it's just told through narration. So, but, but I, you can't see the, the actual pictures. I don't know how I dream. I don't know. I know that I went through a story. I can imagine it, but I don't know if it was pictures or not. I don't know. But, but you don't have any memory of like actually being there. Like when you wake up, you're like, you have like images of actually having been there. So I don't, it, that's why this, I mean, I was going to say, that's why this is so interesting. I don't know if it's interesting or not, Ah, yes. but that's why this is always, we come back to this same thing over and over again, because it's so hard to quantify. Like I said, until somebody reached out to me and said, look into this. I thought that we were all thinking exactly the same way. Mm, So very anyway, I digress. Yeah. You ready to rock and roll? No, uh, with your cock and roll. No, no pocket pussy th- this week. I see. Ah, yeah, I mean, what's the point? Woo. Uh, you just. Uh, well, yeah, I had somebody at work fo- I'll, follow I'll... up on the pocket pussy. By the way, they're oh. like, I want to see the YouTube video because I want to see you bust that thing out. I'm like, dude, I couldn't leave that in. Speaking of <laughs> which, my boy Drucifer mm-hmm. is offended that you call it a pocket pussy. Good, let him be offended. because the fact that you think that he could stick his dick inside something that could fit in his pocket is an insult. It's not a pocket pussy. It's the size of my friggin' forearm. I mean, you could you could put a, a wand or any other kind of cylinder type thing in your pocket. All right, Mr. Big Dick Drucifer. Sorry, I'm sorry huge that cock. you flaccid oh. wouldn't fit in my pocket. <laughs> Please forgive me. And I'm wearing cargo pants. Lieutenant Dan got a new leg. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Always back to the wieners. It's what we know, Ryan. 